All right, welcome back. Uh, I'm going to continue doing what I was doing. Uh, but for some reason, I can't watch episode three. There's that three again. It won't play. I'm now watching four, which seems to be the last one. Three seems to be uh, Shantae, pretty much centered around Shantae Davies being trapped on the island. Oh my god. Oh, what a nightmare. God, I feel this is rough. I, oh my god. But anyway, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, three wouldn't load. I'm now watching four. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll check it later. Alright, so Daniel Bates is the English uh, British jur- journalist uh, who I quoted first. Um, not the other English guy who shows up who was Ghislaine's ex-friend but he's actually the first guy a first person I've heard who kind of not not in the exact same way that I say it uh, but kind of who says yeah I could totally see Epstein doing this as a final fuck you I think he says screw you you know, I, I looked a little bit more into it when I when I kind of analyzed it in my total layman's uh, way, layperson. But um, yeah, he's like one of the first people I've heard who said, yeah, because, you know, I know a lot of people who, especially people who knew him, and I can totally understand why they would think that, but yeah, he knew he was done. If you if you think of it in the sense that he knew he was done, just like Robert Maxwell knew he was done, Jeffrey Epstein knew he was done. And he wanted to go out on his own terms as opposed to Maxwell who offered himself up to the monster. Epstein wanted to control finally Finally, he wanted to control. This is the first time he ever had a chance to take complete control of his life. Because he'd always, since the time that he was 18 or younger, maybe even started at 17. I don't know. When he was still at Cooper Union. The first time since then, he had full control of his life. Ironically enough, when he was in a federal holding facility in the middle of Manhattan. A city he fucking owned, along with countless others. Right? So when you think of it in those terms, it's a little easier to see how he would have, could have easily committed suicide. Or at the very least, facilitated it so somebody come in and do it for him if he couldn't bring... I'm pretty sure he did it himself. And I'm pretty sure he did it with the CPAP cord his CPAP, the cord on his CPAP machine. I don't remember who it was who tweeted that. It's a week or so. I don't know. Again, time means nothing. But I remember that, and I saw it, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that mark on his neck, if that's real, if that photograph is real, that mark on his neck was not made by... And the fucking, again, the orange sheets in his cell, what the fuck? What is going on? It's like they, they dumped all the laundry in that cell. But there's the CPAP machine down at the corner that everybody conveniently doesn't mention that was in his cell to help him breathe at night apparently he had sleep apnea poor little jeffrey had sleep problems i don't think he was a cokehead so 
Maybe it was a bad nose job. I don't know. But uh, he had a CPAP machine that had a power cord on it, a very heavy-duty power cord that could easily have strangled a person. Easily. So, yeah, this guy's the first one who said, yeah, it was just a, like a final fuck you. Yeah. God, I hope I get to, I hope I get to see episode three. What the fuck is in episode three? Jesus. See, yeah, so this guy is in, this guy's interpretation, it's different than mine, you know, who's to say who's right, but I don't know. I might, I might be biased in saying that I think I'm right, but, um, he said to maintain control. And what I'm saying is that our, our perception of his control and even Ghislaine's is false. It's all optics. He never had control. He was fully controlled by the, by the monster. He was fully controlled by the monster. Right? So is, so is, uh, a Wexner. Yes and no. I don't know. I think he is, I think he is part of the monster, but, um, uh, Epstein definitely. He was not in control of his life. And he knew that. None of us knew that. He knew that. Right? So, yeah. It was not to maintain control. It was to take it for the first time in his life. And that control translated to him either facilitating or killing himself altogether on his own, doing it all on his own. I think he did it all on his own. I think he paid those guards. I, again, I hope somebody followed the money. Uh, you know, all, all those missing tapes, all those unworking cameras, like what the fuck. And then there were, there was that one that was, was misfiled or mislabeled or something. And then the, the one they wanted was gone. Like, you know, that shit just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, but it does when there's money behind it. Or the monster who was like, all right, we got to work with this. Let's do it. Let's make out of this what we can. That could have been it too. Maybe those cameras showed that he did in fact kill himself. Maybe he even wrote a little sign, somehow managed to write a little sign. I don't know. I don't fucking know for the cameras. But I guarantee you, those cameras showed that he killed himself. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say we'll probably never know, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I said this uh, in the last one, but it bears repeating. There was no way there was ever going to be a trial. There was no way there was ever going to be a trial. Never. The, mo the monster would never let a trial happen. And I, that's why I say if Ghislaine main continues to remain alive... And if they continue, if they do not grant her motion to enter Gen Pop, which is an interesting thing to ask for, considering who she is, but maybe she feels like she can handle herself. Maybe she can. I don't know. I'm sure she's trained in various things. Hell, she's got a pilot's, her, her helicopter's license and her submarine pilot's license. So she's no, you know, she's no wimp, but she actually is way down deep as Eleanor Barry Eleanor, Eleanor Barry told us 
in the whipping of Ghislaine, um, previous episodes of the podcast, also, uh, in my, um, YouTube channel, uh, which I think is in the description of the podcast of this, of the Mr. Epstein and Ms. Maxwell's closet podcast description. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was never going to be a trial. There was never going to be a trial. If he didn't kill himself, the monster would have eventually. So, you know, with Ghislaine, especially if she keeps, uh, proclaiming her innocence, I guess she thinks the monster is going to come in and save her like it did with Epstein. That ain't going to happen. But she's holding fast to that. I did nothing. Everybody is a liar. It's it's like it's absurd at this point. It's absurd at this. They all look absurd. Dershowitz, Ghislaine, all of Epstein's attorneys, fucking Mark Epstein, his brother. They all look absurd. Continuing to deny what is so fucking obvious to anybody with a working brain who hasn't been totally and utterly brainwashed by the monster. Which, thankfully, is looking like there's a lot of people out there who haven't been. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this show, man. This show. So, yeah, there's never going to be a trial. And if Ghislaine continues to remain alive... I mean, we've got a long way to go until next July 12th. Long way to go, indeed. It's my birthday, by the way. Another one of those synchronicities. July 12th is my birthday. And that, as of now, is the date set for the beginning of her trial. So, I can't imagine, even if she does survive, I can't imagine it's going to, it's probably going to be, the date will be pushed and pushed and pushed, I'm sure. But, yeah, I don't know, we're going to be in an entirely different place July 12th of next year. Hopefully a much, much better place, I do believe. I do believe we will be. I continue to remain optimistic, even within all this darkness. I have to. Really? You know what I mean? <sighs> Alright, so I think I, I misspoken in earlier in the, in the last one um, where I said Maria called, uh, was the one who came up with the survivor, I mean, you know, the survivor sisters, this is Virginia. I, th I think Virginia, it was her it was hers. I mean, it's, it's exactly what they are. I mean, my God. Yes. Ex excellent show. Excellent. Excellent show. Surviving Jeffrey Epstein. Don't forget Prince Andrew was an arms dealer in the eighties. During the commercial break. Yeah. This show I think is going to wake a lot of people up. I think a lot of people are going to start to see the pattern of the monster here. I really do. I do. Um, yeah, it's a good show. It's interesting Maria isn't in it, though. They had a little snippet of Dershowitz. I don't know if he shows up in the third one. But um, he's not so far in the fourth, and Maria is nowhere to be found. I wonder if he got to them about her. Fuck. 
I wonder. Or maybe I notice, I don't know, except for Virginia, I wonder, I don't know. I don't know, it's weird. I just find that bizarre. I notice her absence completely. There was only one shot with Annie in there when when they got to speak after Epstein was dead. When Berman, Judge Berman. Judge Berman. That's another one of those names that keeps popping up. But these are good guys, good people. They let them they let the victim speak, the survivor speak. So but yeah, no Maria. Hmm. Yeah, this Daniel Bates guy, he just called Ghislaine the lieutenant. Nah, she was the fucking general. All right? That's, that's something people need to understand. She was not a lieutenant. She was not a captain. She was the general. She was the general. 100%. Epstein was her subordinate. To the public eye, it was the other way around. As is evidenced by pretty much everybody couching their relationship in that way but nah do not be fooled she was in control and Wexner controlled them both Leslie Wexner controlled them both and the monster controlled them all they also aren't calling out the location of that photograph. They kind of led people to believe they showed it it's that photograph of uh, Ghislaine and, and Epstein, I thought it was in Central Park in the wintertime sometime because they're in, in winter clothes. But it's at Sandringham, which is one of the royal properties. And when they first showed it on this, I think the first time they showed it was in conjunction when they were talking about the ranch, about Zorro kind of making it seem as if they were walking on the ranch. No, they were walking in Sandringham in London, or in England. Not London, in England. Sandringham. This is a royal residence. They were guests of Andrew. They're not saying that, and they just showed that picture again. And they're not saying they probably were told that they can't. Just like Amy Warbach on ABC. They were probably told you cannot, you cannot barely mention. I mean, he's he's in it. Andrew is in it, but they're not calling the, that picture out. Yeah, another interesting thing. So the the ex friend of Ghislaine said he was known. Robert Maxwell, her father, was known as kind of a swashbuckling rogue. No, he wasn't. And it looks like they're going to correct that with the next person talking. Yeah, this is funny. So now the two Brits, the two Brits are given two sides, right? There's, there's the swashbuckling rogue of the ex-friend of Ghislaine and a ruthless, tyrannical bully from the other guy. And he goes from there. <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's very well likely that uh, Robert, maybe, I don't know, maybe not prepared Ghislaine that he he was going to die. I don't know. I don't know. They just, they're going into Ghislaine. This is nice. Well, because she just got arrested. But um, even so, they probably, I'm sure they produced this before she got arrested. I don't know. But, uh, or maybe they were in the process of it. 
Maybe that's why. I think it was supposed to, wasn't it supposed to be released earlier? But it came out on the day he died, which is funny. Um, but, oh, she's wearing this, that plaid, that red plaid. I wonder what, whose tartan that is. What, what tartan that is. It's that red plaid one. Um, I think it's Scottish. I think it's Scottish. I don't know. Somebody, some, if somebody out there knows. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just a thought I had. That maybe, maybe he even prepared her. Because everybody's like, oh, she was devastated. And she even said, you know, they killed my father. Well, they did. But I have a feeling. I don't know. I feel like maybe he would have prepared her. She was already in the business. She already knew the world. So, yeah, I think it's possible. And now, the more I think of it, probable that he would have given her a heads up. My dear. Daddy's going away and he's never coming back. He's going away to sail on the Lady Ghislaine. And this is what I'm going to need you to do. Remember Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, they were probably always in contact. In some way. Her and Epstein. Anyway, just a thought. Ex-Galane friend says, nobody, you know, Epstein, she, he says that Galane told her him that Epstein was from Brooklyn, you know, poor background, whatever. And, you know, made, made himself this rich guy. And he's like, nobody could ever figure, nobody could ever figure, explain how Jeffrey made all his money or something like that. That's fucking Wexner, people. It is Wexner. And the, whatever money he squirreled away from Towers Financial. Wexner, though. It's Wexner. Wexner. That's where he got his money. Wexner. Leslie Wexner. Victoria's Secret. That's her secret. Yeah, that ex-friend of Ghislaine, man. I don't know. He just claimed that... Uh, that Ghislaine was like, oh my god, who's that? And it was Paris Hilton. And she's like, oh, he'd be perfect. She'd be perfect for Jeffrey. No, they didn't. I don't fucking believe that. I'm sorry. I just, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't know about that guy. So there's another survivor now. I don't know if I've ever seen her. She sounds like she's Australian, I think, maybe. Um, model. But she's talking about how when she first got to the model apartment, totally, yeah, on E66, that owned by Mark Epstein. I'm sure that also had cameras all throughout it. That's probably what she was feeling. But anything, that's what she's going to say, or that's what they're going to get to. Um, yeah, wow, this is full of spoilers. I got to do like a spoiler alert or something for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was right. She felt like she was being listened into, being watched. God, I'm sure she wasn't the only one who felt that. I'm sure. I take it back. I think she is English. She left. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. I'll do an umbrella spoiler alert for this one. The other one, not so much. All right. It's really starting to look... 
Where are we? Oh, shit. Okay, it's a little less than halfway through. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I It looks like they're trying to frame it in a way where it was just the two of them in some kind of folia de... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because they've talked about Wexner. But they haven't yet to even mention anything about the multiple passports, about the intelligence, about the FBI doing nothing in 1996. Or 96, I think, is when she went, Maria. Nothing about that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, A, I still haven't seen episode three. And B, this is only uh, maybe two thirds of the way through. No, no, I'm sorry, one third. A little, a little more than, a little more than a third. So, we'll see. So yeah, uh, Groff is claiming innocence, complete and utter. Adriana Ross uh, is, uh, like I said, a wall. And both uh, Nadia and Sarah Kellen are pleading victim. The only one who has any right to plead victim is Nadia. Sarah Kellen can go fuck her victim, uh, claiming. Fuck her. Meanwhile, the flag is still gone from Fort Tryon. Anyway, it's completely and utterly... Uh, I don't know, maybe it is Maybe it is connected, I don't know But yeah, it's the second day I've noticed it gone Completely gone It's weird I don't know, anyway, but yeah Whew. To quote Shantae Davies There's no punishment That's gonna make this right All right, well, I got to give it to Glane's ex-friend. He definitely sees her, at the very least, as the monster that she is. So there's that. All right, I don't know if I can say too much more. It's really good. Watch it. It's very good. Very good. But episode three, I just tried it again episode called no it's it's titled no way out looks like it's only four episodes um i felt like the episode four felt like the end uh but i don't know what the hell's going on with episode three it's called no way out the thumbnail of it if you want to call it that is the quote-unquote temple before it lost its dome survivors of epstein's yeah, it's that's uh so episode two ended with Shantae talking about how she went to New York and they were like, Oh no, we're going to the island. Oh no, she got to Palm Beach. And they're like, No, we're going to the island. And she's like, Oh, okay. And she was trapped there. And that's where she was raped. Um she basically had already been raped by him, but this was, this was, this wasn't, there was nothing basic about this one. But yeah, uh, so I don't know. It's not playing. 
trying it one more time before I sign off on here. Morning has broken long ago. Nope. We're sorry. An unknown error has occurred. Close. So, I'll try it again after I sleep. Anyway, so yes, it's it's excellent. Surviving Jeffrey Epstein. It's excellent. And uh, we'll be back. Um, I still got to see if I can find the document number for that section of Ghislaine's deposition and see if that unredacted thing is true. Um, but, uh, I think the next up is I'm, I'm gonna, uh, go to a new deposition, kind of mix things up and then return probably, I don't know. I don't know. Cause that message pad, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I think for sure I'm gonna, next is gonna be, uh, Alfredo Rodriguez deposition. So, uh, until then, this is Mr. Epstein and Ms. Maxwell's closet. As always, I hope this is helping. And let's slay the monster, people. <laughs>